0: Hello? Elisha? Hello, I'm here at our podcast recording house. You you said you'd be here. Hello? I made my co-host disappear. Clint, you're so helpless.
1: Clint, you're what the French call les incompetents. Clint, I'm going to feed you to my tarantula. Clint, there are two people in this podcast recording house and you're the only one that has to make trouble. Look what you did, you little jerk!
0: I made my co-host disappear.
1: Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good, or if we just thought they were, because we were small, dumb idiots. My name is Eli Shapsmith, the greatest good you're ever gonna get, and sitting right next to me in real life is... (laughs) It's me,
0: Clint J.H. Page. Clint Jazz Hands hands. hands Page. And yes, we are sitting... We're here. ...right next to each other. This is the... Second time we've recorded a yeah. podcast.
1: I think our first episode we did it together yeah. in the same room. So. Episode
0: zero we did it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, just episode zero. And yes. our test episode about Chicken Run.
1: That is true. That will never ever be released. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, the a- this is our first actual um, canonical episode mm-hmm. uh, that we've recorded together.
1: I think we also did our Spy Kids 1 episode together though, didn't we? I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't know.
0: I don't think so.
1: This is our 20th episode. 20th anniversary. Which is crazy to think that we've been doing this for 20 years. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I I was four years old when we started this podcast? I was also four years
0: old when we wow. started this.
1: We've come a long way. Who are we to be saying that we were looking at movies with our adult eyes when we were four years old? When we were
0: butt children.
1: When we were butt
0: children. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good times, kooky fun times here in the podcast recording household that belongs to Clint.
0: Yep, great times. Like, oh no, it's, it's...
1: like burp noise. So Clint is um, in charge of the little sound effects remote for this episode because the generic a...
0: sound machine.
1: I was like getting out my recording equipment when we first got here, and I was rummaging through, <laughs> through <laughs> my. Uh backpack full of stuff and you just hear what was it the applause yeah it was just like
0: (sighs) (laughs) you made like a joke or something and then while you were rummaging you just happened to hit the applause button which it was very funny it was
1: very funny um yeah it was like my mary poppins carpet bag just pulling all the laughs out of it Um, just like it yeah this is our christmas special yeah this is our holiday special
0: yeah i is christmas your favorite
1: holiday you know I think I decided this year Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Okay, that's fair. But I love Christmas.
0: I love Christmas. I think that it's kind of unfair in a way to judge Christmas along with the other holidays. Because Christmas is more than a holiday. It's
1: a lifestyle, baby. It's
0: a lifestyle, baby. (laughs) It's like an an event. It's a a thing. It's a living, breathing thing. It's a season. I mean, it's
1: like a month long more than that yeah really well
0: one like the the week before thanksgiving is when christmas season starts (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i think it's entire i think it's unfair to judge it on that same plane if i had to choose i'd choose halloween because i'm a spooky boy Mm, you are a spooky boy what do you want for christmas this year little boy um what did i ask for for christmas uh i don't remember actually nothing i don't think i asked for no i asked for like a sweatshirt (laughs) (laughs) you're so boring
1: i think i asked for shoes shoes that's about it uh
0: i was gonna ask for a dog um but i got a dog already i bought the dog yeah
1: i got to see your dog and as soon as i got here to see your dog your wife picked up the dog and walked out of the house (laughs) and said i don't want to be any part of this
0: you should be impressed because my dog is still a baby and I made him do a trick for you mm-hmm. I made him sit but... He did he did a good job sitting. Yeah,
1: I I don't actually hate dogs. I just it, Dogs really have to earn my love. Can we make Concho seems like an okay dog?
0: Can we make a public stance here saying that he is the only dog you will ever love?
1: No, because there's like three other stop. dogs. I've
0: loved stop. No, I mean are they still alive? Yes, some of them are. Okay, can he be the only Cleveland dog? Yes. Okay, I'm probably going to take him home with me when I leave. So, (coughs) uh, Christmas is a time for, uh, you know, Christmas movies. For Christmas movies, it's a time for uh, being happy, a time to love, and a time for joy. Um, but here's the thing. Something happened to me oh, earlier no. this week, and I can no longer feel joy. Oh, no.
1: I I have already heard
0: the story, and it's the worst thing I've ever heard, ever. So, uh, um,
1: this is... <laughs> Oh no! It, it
0: was it was the type of story. Uh, brace yourself, audience. It is a little graphic. It's as, it's kind of the office humor. Yeah. It's cringy humor, you know. It was very cringy. Um. So, as the youths say, I, I park about um three blocks away from my office building downtown Chattanooga. Congrats, dude! thanks. If you're, Congrats, fa- it, thanks. Uh, if you're awesome. familiar with downtown Chattanooga, I park at the uh, Choo Choo Chattanooga Choo Choo parking garage. And then I walk to Warehouse Row.
1: People who don't know anything about Chattanooga think you're doing a bit because they're like, "Yeah, of course there's a real Chattanooga right. Choo Choo. There, like the there song. is a legitimate. No, <laughs> it's a real place. Choo-choo.
0: And they have the best bathrooms in Chattanooga. I mm-hmm. will die on that hill. Yep. Um, but I was walking to my office. Uh, there was a intersection that I have to cross uh, with you know the lights, the stop and go lights, mm-hmm. uh, as lights <laughs> tend to be, stop and go. Um, and I was standing there waiting for the light to change. Uh, the CARTA bus pulled up beside me and i um, not trying to... Uh, brag? Brag. No, I'm not trying to uh, <laughs> generalize or uh, judge, but a man that looked like he was homeless stepped mm-hmm. off the bus. He had a cigarette in his mouth and he just started walking across the road. And uh, I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, and, then, and then the light changed and I started walking and I pass him. And I turn around, just happenstance, turn around, and I see him trip over the curb. I can't and, listen. And oh, he, no. he falls forward, and then both his prosthetic legs fly up in the air, away from him. Kill me with Into the road. I don't want to be here. And then it's just this half man laying on the side of the road with his legs beside him, and he's, he just seems so bothered and by And you stopped it. to help him, right? No, I was afraid and kept walking. About, oh, this whole time I thought you were in your car. No, I was walking. Mm. This man was beside me. And like I turn around and I ask him, I'm like, Are you okay? And he just like has a cigarette in his mouth and he's popping his legs back on. He's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, Oh, okay, sir. And then he just like I I I, I didn't I don't know. This is not the type of thing where instinct kicks in and you're like, I've been training for this thing. (laughs) I know what to do here. (laughs) It's like, this is a statistical outlier on things that would happen to anybody. (laughs) And so I didn't know kind of how to react. So I just turn around and I just kind of stare there and what felt like hours and he's popping his legs back on and the way he did it was like, uh, not again you know like this happens often but uh it sucks that you can never be happy again because you witnessed that i feel out of breath telling that story just because it's like <laughs> did your uh, heart
1: rate go up a little bit a
0: little bit it's emotionally exhausting do you like like when you lay down at
1: night does that just like replay in your Flash head in my what head. could i have done like
0: at the like in home alone like in our intro i'm just laying there <laughs> hearing the The man, look what you did, you little jerk! Hearing the man thud on the ground as his legs fly in the air, Uh, yeah, it was very bad, and no one should ever have to experience that.
1: Are you talking about that from his perspective, or no, from mine? Wow, you are a very sympathetic person.
0: Yeah, I am. For all those out there that have experienced um, being uncomfortable at the hands of somebody else, um, you deserve better than that.
1: So cringy, Very cringe. Crazy cringy, Extremely cringe. So,
0: yeah, that's it's my... Super-duper cringe. That's my big exciting story, and I know it sounds fake, but it's true. 100% true.
1: It sounds fake only because you you said that there's an actual place called the Chattanooga Choo Choo. <laughs> there is. But there is. It's a real place. Yep. Um, but it's Christmas time. I'm
0: looking... Sorry, I'm looking at your notes, and in the show notes you have Leg Man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does. I did say Leg Man. Um...
0: Christmas so, time.
1: I, I well, You'll be happy for the two of us. Wait, why? Because I can't oh, be happy. Oh, yeah, no. Um, but, like I said, at Christmas time, we watch Christmas movies. And we wanted to do a Christmas movie for our show. Mm-hmm. We've kind of been going back and forth on which one we were going to do for, like, months, months now. Months
0: now. And it wasn't really decided until... Mm, uh, pretty recently. Pretty last, like, right yeah. before last episode. Mm-hmm.
1: We, had, we had it narrowed down to this one. And another one that yeah. I guess we won't mention because we'll probably do it next year. Right, exactly, um, exactly. Unless we do Home Alone 2 next year.
0: I don't know. I don't know. That that could be a thing. That could be a thing. So we'll just go ahead and say whatever So was. that means in six years
1: we'll be covering <laughs> the Santa Claus with Tim Allen.
0: <laughs> in a lot of ways, an equally enjoyable movie in, yeah. in a lot of ways uh, critically not so much but well
1: if, I think Home Alone is definitely better but I love the Santa Claus
0: it's, it's got a um, something about it it's got a, a spark I'll tell you
1: what that something is Tim Allen a little Santa man Clause. named Timothy <laughs> who's got just the charm of a man who is single and his son doesn't really like him no his son loves him his
0: son loves him the, Tim Allen the first criminal to be hired by Disney yeah that's he, a fact Wait, so Matthew McConaughey was it or not?
1: McConaughey Broderick? Uh-huh. <laughs> I always get those mixed no, up. They he, look exactly he had
0: murdered somebody then. He had it? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think that was like fairly recently.
1: It uh, wasn't that recent, but it was after Lion King, apparently. right? Yes, it was okay. after Lion King. Yeah, I always get Matthew McConaughey and Matthew Broderick mixed up. <laughs> they
0: look exactly the same. <laughs> to <Timon. laughs> oh, I just can't wait to be king, Nala.
1: Matthew Broderick doesn't even sing that song.
0: Oh, I know. Well, he doesn't sing any of them. He doesn't sing any of them. Thank (laughs) God. Am I
1: right? He's he's a Broadway dude. He is a Tony. (laughs) It would have been bad though. It would not have worked. He was the Music Man. Yeah. Have you seen his Music Man? Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Anyway, Um, that's Home Alone is the movie that we're covering. Isn't this great? We can use like body language and stuff. Like I just like spread my arms. That way I need to be quiet. I can't. (laughs)
0: Hey, Clint, shut up. He's using a lot of body language towards me right now. Yeah.
1: Um, Home Alone (laughs) is the movie we're talking about. Um, Let's get into our experience with this one when we were children.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll let you go first. Yes,
1: I will go first. Thank you for letting me. You're welcome. Um, This is a movie that I have seen 862 million times. I cannot stress to you how much I realized watching this like two days ago, how many times I've seen this movie. It may be the movie, it may actually be the movie I've seen the most times. Um, There's probably other movies that I saw more when I was a little child and would watch the same movies every day, but considering I watch this movie every year now and watched it 8 million times as a kid, I just like know every line to it. And um, it's not my favorite movie ever, but it is one that I, I don't know, I think it's probably the most important Christmas movie to me that I watch every year. Maybe other than the Christmas story, but that one happens by default because TBS. Plays TBS it. plays it um, 24 <clears throat> hours. But this one, I always make a point to watch every year, and um, I love it a lot. I love Home Alone two a lot as well, but not the other sequels. They are nothing to me. We'll talk about those in two years. Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes.
0: No, he's not in that.
1: No, he's no. it's Max Keebles in three. I, Oh, I don't know why it? I said yes when you said that. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is in the movie I'll Be Home for Christmas. That's right. Which is a very different movie. Um, but yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times and I love it. Yep. Okay, you go. Uh,
0: I agree with you mm-hmm. uh, as far as loving it goes. You agree, agree
1: with me that I, I have seen it a lot of times? <laughs> you
0: have. I agree you have seen it a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of in the same way. It's become uh, synonymous with Christmas, not only for me but for my family. Uh, what year did this movie come out? 1990 1990 mm-hmm. so this came out before we were born uh in fact my parents uh they told me that this was like the first movie that they saw together as a married couple really uh yeah because uh, they had like or no yeah they, they had like their first year of being married. This was, like, one of their first movies that they saw or something. My dad had, like, the memory of going to see this with my mom. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I agree with you. For whatever reason, I don't know if it's, like, a licensing issue or whatever, but this movie hasn't played as much on television as much as I think it should be. Is it not? It's not. I, I mean, haven't kept
1: up with TV the last couple of
0: years. Right, so. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't see it as much on TV as, like like you said, um, Christmas Story, which has um, kind of been shoehorned into the Christmas season by TBS. But Hey, I uh, love that movie. Too, it, it's yeah. very good. Not as good as this, but it's, it is a very I good like movie.
1: it better than this, actually. Really? Yep.
0: Shut up. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, that Just one, a little bit. That one is more adult than this, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, yeah, this movie has become absolutely synonymous with Christmas and synonymous with my life. And uh, this when you say synonymous, you mean it's a synonym for Christmas to you. Yeah. When someone says Home Alone, you say Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's a fair, uh, fair line to draw. Yeah. You? No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but um, I-, I can remember specifically for whatever reason, I was a weird kid and I had a pet lizard. And trust me, this is going someplace. Okay. But I remember around the Christmas season, I told my parents, I'm like, I'm going to have a campout session with my pet lizard and we're going to watch a movie. And we had a DVD player, like a portable DVD player, and I made a fort and I made a little bed for my (laughs) lizard and I put him on there and then he and I watched Home Alone together. That is adorable. And then the only other DVDs we had in the house were Seinfeld. So we watched (laughs) Home Alone and Seinfeld. Uh, which around the same time of year that's when it came out. So or mm. around the same millennial millennium is when it Millennial. Came, I'm a millennial. Millennium. We are millennials. Um,
1: just can't get away from my phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> the both of our it's phones. It's like I'm addicted.
0: The, like yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah uh, this movie. These I, millennials are
1: addicted to their phones. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they can't look away from. Them.
0: But uh, it's I,
1: like they, like they just have to
0: be connected. See, all the time to see, online. See, I know this is a bit because you can see when I'm about to talk. But, um, this, <laughs> I was waiting, but, uh, yeah. I, it's I, like a
1: tiny computer in your pocket.
0: That's what I think of that bit. But, uh.
1: You could probably watch Home Alone on your phone, you freaking millennial. Yeah. He but, just
0: wanted. Uh, this movie, I, I agree with you. Uh, I've probably seen it the most out of every movie in my life. Yeah. For what I I can't I can't think of a close competitor honestly, Mm-hmm. but
1: yeah. Um, should we get into our first impressions upon um, rewatching? Yeah, absolutely. So you
0: watched this today, right? I finished it today. Okay. I started it last night and then um, wanted to watch it when I wasn't like super tired, and then so finished I finished it this morning. I watched
1: it like two days ago, and I'm prepared. Let's do this thing where we. Say our rating on the wait. Okay, I've got mine. Are okay,
0: ready? so so I do want to clarify. oh, this number rating isn't like a ranking of our movies that we've seen. It's wait, what do because you mean? then we would only have seen ten movies. So oh we, no, yeah. But it's like out of max enjoyment. Yeah. Because I've had people get confused by that. They're like, well, no. "Why are you ranking it as your favorite?" It's like it's not my Those favorite. Those people I'm, are stupid. Yeah, I, they are. They are stupid, and you know who you are, because I know you listen to this. But I'm sorry thank you for listening (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i'm ready okay uh for mine one
1: two three eight wow
0: okay i gleamed as much enjoyment out of this movie as possible wow as possible as as possible and you were up there yes no i love
1: it it's a very good film
0: yeah, very good um, film. Not a movie, a film.
1: It's a film. It's an Academy this one, Award-winning movie. Go ahead and stamp it with a film. With a thing. big F. Yes. It <laughs> <to> stands <dance> for <laughs> go film. Go ahead and put a big F on this one, yeah. because it's a film. Yeah. Um, I think it's very good. I think it's... I'm going to make a hot take here. Okay.
0: Right, hold on.
1: This movie is John Williams' best score.
0: Oh, yeah, I absolutely agree with better you. Better
1: than Star Wars, better than Indiana Jones, better than Superman, better than freaking everything else. Did
0: he do Harry Potter?
1: Uh, yeah, he did the first three.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Better better than Jurassic Park? Yep, better
1: than that. Uh, yeah. Not the movie, the score. The score, right. You might think the movie is. I don't think I think the movie is.
0: But a uh, uh, better score, absolutely. Mm, it's uh, so
1: good. It, it's very moving and makes me think of Christmas times.
0: Yeah, this, uh, you, you might say it's synonymous with Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, this, this movie, when I heard that, like, whatever tune that is, I don't yeah. know the name of it, it's whenever that kicked in. Home Alone Times. Home Alone Times, yeah. Whenever mm-hmm. whenever Home Alone Times uh, kicked in at the very beginning, it was like I was, the, the blinders around me were put on and I was completely sucked into being a child watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably, I, I think it was somewhere in my memory is... Uh, probably one of the most famous christmas songs now of all time it's like Wait. S- somewhere in my memory oh okay yeah i was
1: i think i watched through the uh the credits this time oh, or at least had them playing Looking for the so i heard scene? the yes um yes where like
0: we're stanley <laughs> <laughs> you, you got guts kid you make good traps
1: <laughs> um, I, I I stuck around this time and heard the actual lyrics to that song. I was like, "Oh, it has words." Yeah, but...
0: it's a our Chandler's choir that she was in. My wife Chandler sings uh, her choir, sang it one year. Congrats it's on good. having a singing wife. Yeah, but it is very good. It's good.
1: Um, that's the first thing I wanted to say about this movie.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, do we need to do a ten thousand foot view? I think we should. But let's take a quick break first. Alright, quick break. And now we bring you to the second installment of The Quest for a Crystal Sponsorship. Quest starts with a K.
1: Brother, are we there yet? We're almost there. I'm tired, and I'm
0: not even walking. Yes, I'm feeling a bit tired myself. Why don't we stop by this brook and get a drink of water.
1: That sounds great. I'm thirsty.
0: <sighs> ah, delicious, brother. You know, Greg, I really do enjoy being with you. I enjoy being with you, brother. Even though we have been on this quest for a short amount of time, I do feel like we are gaining Steps ever closer to acquiring that crystal sponsorship.
1: And even if we never find it, at least we can be closer as brothers.
0: Ha! <laughs> yes, that is contrived. But, let's hop on this horse. Well, I'll hop on it, I'll tie you across. So. Ah! Wait! <laughs> Who
2: goes there?
0: I, you beast. My name is Sir Tim.
2: Sir Tim!
0: Yes. I've never heard of any Sir Tim. My father is Sir Timothy. He came across these parts several years ago, looking for a crystal sponsorship. And I am feeling in his shoes to acquire that sponsorship with my brother, Greg. Hi, I'm Greg. Greg, stop. (laughs) The adults are speaking.
2: I think I would recognize that face now. Your father once passed through here. And he's the only one who ever knew the answer to my crystal riddles.
0: Aye. Well, that wisdom does run in my family, and I do believe that if Greg is silent, we shall pass first go. I'd like to give it a go. No, Greg, please.
2: Well, you need to answer my three questions to go across this bridge. I'm ready. First question. What is the best... Menu item... on the crystal menu!
0: Oh, oh dear. I believe that the answer is... All of them. Wow! That's the first time
2: anyone's ever gotten that correct! Wait,
0: let's do that again. I believe it is... all of them.
2: (laughs) Yes! That's correct! Everyone gets that one right.
0: I'm ready. Ready for question two. Number two is where
2: things really get challenging.
0: Greg, I swear if you say anything, we only get three- we only get five goes at this. Brother, I'd like to give it a shot. I swear, Greg. (laughs) Don't make me.
2: What is the worst item on the crystal menu?
0: Oh dear. The worst item. May I phone a friend? No one's ever asked that
2: before. I don't I'm... see
0: why not. All right, Greg. You millennials
2: always on your phones. Your freaking phones. You can't disconnect for five minutes to answer some freaking riddles.
0: All right, Greg. I said that I would not counsel you. But I do feel that your exquisite palette can help me determine which menu item is the worst.
2: Brother,
1: I've never had anything from Crystal. I don't know how to answer this question. Uh,
0: let me describe them to you. Okay. They have corn dogs. Corn dogs, that sounds good. Corn pups. Corn pups. They have pups, which are small hot dogs. Pups? Small hot dogs? They have small hamburgers.
1: Why can't we go there now? This sounds incredible. I wish
0: we're trying. They also have small chicken sandwiches. Small chicken sandwiches. They have chili. They have chili. (laughs) They also have cheese fries. They have cheese fries. So out of everything that I have named for you, which one sounds the worst?
1: I'd say the worst one sounds like the cheese fries. Okay, let's go with the cheese
0: fries. Alright, I believe I have my answer. Alright. I believe it is the cheese fries. Oh dear. That is incorrect. Incorrect? Greg, you failed me.
1: Greg, I'm I'm
2: sorry, brother. You asked me, you put me on the spot. I tried my best.
0: Greg, don't make me.
2: I'm going to have to kill your brother there, son.
0: No, 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 no. Please, don't believe that's necessary. He's the one who got it incorrect. Yes, You I... can go through, I'm going to kill your ah, brother. Ah, we all go together. Me and Greg or nothing. You said that we get, well, I inferred that we get four <laughs> guesses out of the three, so we're allowed one incorrect. All right. I've never thought about it that much.
2: I guess on to number three. Fine. What is... The least important ingredient of a crystal. I believe... I know this one,
1: brother.
0: No, Greg, please. Okay, I'll shut up. Fine, fine, Gregory. I'll let you go, just because I'm drawing a blank. I think the least
1: important menu, I the, the, the least important ingredient
0: is salt. Oh! <gasps> That's correct. Greg, that's brilliant. Salt is not an ingredient, it's a season. It's a seasoning. No one ever...
2: (laughs) No one's ever gotten that one correct except for your father.
0: I knew it. 15 years ago. Not just my father. Mine too. Our father. (laughs) Couldn't have done it. When I said your
2: father, I meant the collective you. I was talking about both of you. Oh, I see. You just assumed I meant you because you're an egotistical maniac.
0: Fair enough. Well... Bridge troll, I will accept passage across your bridge.
2: All right, then, go on. Tell your father I said hello. Oh, let's...
0: uh... Let's go, brother. I'm not going to bother with that one. Ah, Greg, while I thought of you as a liability when we started this journey, I do now value you as an asset. I couldn't have done that without you.
1: Thanks, brother. I also got one wrong, though, and almost got us killed.
0: Yes, but if it weren't for you, we wouldn't have guessed the other one. Do you know what ingredient I was going to say was unnecessary? What? Pickles. Oh, no, brother. I love pickles. I know, but it was all I was thinking of. Greg, couldn't have done it without you. I love you, brother. And that has been the second installment of Quest for a Crystal Sponsorship. Quest starts with a K.
1: Alright. You know what I need? What do you need? I need a ten thousand foot view of this movie.
0: Oh no, that was are oh, no. numbers.
1: See, that's why we should leave that to the pros. That's fair.
0: Alright. Ten thousand foot view of this movie. How are we gonna get
1: to the to the ten thousand feet?
0: Uh the family takes an aeroplane, Oh, they do. So let's hop in the airplane. <laughs> we're run, gonna be run, late. Run, run, root. Oh no. Oh yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> Uh, We got in the plane. Hope we haven't forgotten anything. Kevin! Kevin! That's
0: okay. I forgot my reading glasses. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, 10,000 foot view of this movie. Um, So there's a family, uh, a huge family. Big old family. Big old family. Big old Chicago white folks. Big old Chicago white folks known as the McAllister family. Yep. And it's Christmas time. Uh, They're going to go to France to visit um, Mr. McAllister's brother. Mm Mm-hmm. And spend Christmas in France, and the the whole uh, they they start out pretty chaotic. And basically, uh, the main character, his name's Kevin McAllister, is the youngest of the McAllister boys, and he's kind of a little bit of a precocious boy. He uh, he sets traps, but he's also causing trouble. Uh, and his uh, older brother Buzz is bullying him. And basically, he tells his mother after a big incident with the family where he spills milk all over the passports, uh, and uh, they uh, they throw Kevin's passport in the garbage can. Uh, foreshadowing Mm. and uh they they, uh, he tells his mother i wish that you weren't my family anymore essentially well i don't i wish i wish none of you i don't know i wish i wish you were were all dead is what he is he he doesn't say dead he says gone gone or something yeah Yeah, he he, he, (laughs) i've
1: seen this movie so many times and i can't can't remember remember. his exact verbiage there
0: right but uh essentially his family uh the power goes out in the middle of the night um and the family sleeps in they're late for their flight, and in the hustle and bustle of everything, Kevin gets, less, gets left behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, coined the phrase, coined the title, he is left home alone. Oh, I thought you were going to say um, left behind. This movie is left, called Left, left, left Behind, starring Kurt Cameron and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the family leaves him behind. They end up about halfway to France in the air before they realize that they left him behind. And uh, by any other standard, it would be okay that he's well—not okay, but he'd be mm-hmm. safe. But while all that's going on, uh, there's a couple boys, a couple, a couple of a rascally couple, little boys, a couple of rascal boys named uh, Marv, they got some ideas, named Marvin Harry, Marvin Harry. They're the Wet Bandits. They're the Wet Bandits. Uh, wet. And, and they're. Uh, <laughs> They're, they're, com- they're scoping out the McAllister's house and they want to rob it real bad mm-hmm. and they're actually robbing the entire neighborhood mm. and so uh, basically they, they try and break into the house they think people are there they think it's a full house but uh, oh I've seen that show but yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> but Kevin's Kevin uh, eventually uh, plays his hand too hard whatever
1: happened to the bed- 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 bed-
0: predictability bed-
1: bed- bed- the paper boy even TV <laughs> but
0: uh, basically they break into the house uh, they try and murder Kevin <laughs> And uh, Kevin ends up almost murdering them. Mm-hmm. He sets traps. Uh, they end up going to jail. The family comes home in a very touching scene, I think, when the mother finally arrives and the whole family comes. And then they have Christmas back in America. Uh, three cheers for the red, white, and blue. <laughs> and, Was that uh, intentional? Yes. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so they come home and have Christmas, and uh, all's well that ends well. Except Buzz is going to kill Kevin. Uh, kill Kevin at the end. So the next one's about
1: him escaping... Escaping prison. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Something that always surprises me every time I sit down and watch this thing all the way through is how not as much of it is kevin fighting the burglars as i right it's there's a lot in the middle of him just kind of like living Living. as a human and pretending to be an adult and that's
0: actually some of my favorite parts of the movie like him going to the store and stuff that used to be some of my least favorite but now that yeah you're like
2: just get to the violence yeah
0: now that albeit (laughs) we're closer to adults now than we were as children Mm -hmm. there's a lot of very subtle humor that uh I appreciate now. Yeah. And what were what were the like contraptions? What's the you're you're an engineer? Uh, micro yes. machines is that what they're called? Micro machines. Yes. Is that really what they're called? No, oh. I've never heard that term in my life. That, his dad calls them that at the beginning of know. the movie. He says like Kevin, put away these micro machines. Oh. Which, um, in a way, are a lot of like Rube Goldberg type traps that he yeah. set up. You know, one thing domino effects to the other, uh, creating an end effect, an, an, an end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but. One thing that I didn't realize, and some people, if you didn't view it this way, but you noticed it, you'd probably think that the movie was incredibly expositional. Mm-hmm. But the entire setup to the movie is a micro machine. <laughs> like they're setting up everything what do you for mean? you, like the fat like with Marv coming in or Harry. Which ones? Which ones? Joe Pesci. Harry is Joe Pesci. Harry is Joe Pesci. Yeah. Him coming in, scoping out the home. Um, just kind of them laying out all the pieces, more or less, through the entire movie, which the conclusion is Kevin in the house, you mm-hmm. know, killing them. But it like, sounds se- like
1: you're just saying it's a movie. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... that <laughs> uh, has scenes and characters. The
0: Chekhov's gun. That's yeah. how they set it up. Like, everything Chekhov's gun... It, it, this is like Chekhov's gun, but like an entire gun cabinet. Like, I remember th- there was a... <clears throat> I made a note... About it being like, oh, this is dumb. Why do they have this in here? About, like, when Kevin was walking through the basement and you can see all these mannequins in there. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why the heck are all these mannequins in there? That's dumb. And then he uses them to trick Marvin Harry that there are people home. It's like, that's brilliant, in my opinion.
1: I do think this movie is very well written and like it i just think everything comes together perfectly i don't think there's anything extra in there that doesn't need to be in there right even if it like you were saying if it does feel like why is this being included it always pays off but it also doesn't feel like there's so much of that that the story is not moving forward you know it's very clean simple storytelling very simple um, to the point where I've watched it this many times and I never get bored with it.
0: You know, originally, like you said, it's like the old adage: use every part of the pig or every part of the cow, whatever. That's I think how it's it- buffalo. Buffalo, every part of the buffalo. It mm-hmm. um, but- got bigger every time. <laughs> bigger. Use
1: every part of the ant. <laughs> no. Let's, think Let's work up from there.
0: But that's how this movie feels. Like every every bit of it is utilized. Every character is utilized. And one of the characters that I think is one of the most pivotal is. The neighbor, what was his name? Uh, um, Old Man Jenkins. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I, I really wish I knew I one single remember. thing about this movie. But
0: uh, the neighbor—I'll let you know—he originally was not in the movie. Mm-hmm. He was not written in, but he's the one that kind of—Old you know, Man Marley. Old Man Marley. Old Man Marley encourages Kevin to essentially be brave and uh, take, on, but and also be thankful for his parents.
1: Well, and also Kevin like helps him helps him reconnect well. with his son, right? Um, which is like. Not to talk about Home Alone 2 yet, but they try to do the exact same thing with the Bird Lady in Home Alone 2. Right, it's exactly. We like, just did the same thing. I mean that that's what the whole movie is essentially, but it's a rehash It doesn't game, really work the second time. No,
0: the yeah, but old man Marley was not originally in the yeah. script. But I'm he, he's great. He's one of the He's my favorite great characters. and I
1: love the scene with him in the church. Oh, yeah, man, it's so good.
0: It's so like when I was a kid, that was one of the scenes where it was like, Man, this is boring. Just get get to the micro machines. I want yeah. to I wanna see Marvin Harry get hit. Mm-hmm. but now it's like man this is like really touching yeah <laughs> sincerely touching um when
1: so uh, to go back kind of the, toward the beginning when kevin is yelling at his mom and stuff and like being horrible like, he is a horrible. bad kid and he's and it's supposed to be like he's being horrible but his mom is also kind of being a little bit horrible back she's being him. <laughs> a
0: little extreme yeah <laughs> i'm i'm not a parent so i yeah. can't be like i'm just throwing my hands up i'm, right. I'm through well but
1: and she, I mean, and at the end, like, she expresses regret. Like, you can tell she says things to him that she regrets, too. But I wrote down, this kid has all the sass of Bart Simpson, but none of the competency. <laughs> Until the end. Right, yeah. But, like, he's so, because they all make fun of him for being helpless at the beginning. And he really is, it really is. It really is funny just watching him walk around this house of people who don't care about him. And, like, trying to get him to help him and stuff. Yeah. I love, I love Helpless
0: Kevin. Helpless Kevin is cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of Macaulay Culkin
1: in this movie? I think he's great in this movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's not like a good actor. I no. wouldn't call him a good actor, but he's funny.
1: Yeah, I think this. I think he's perfect for this role and probably no other role at all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Except for... I Uncle mean, Buck, he was yeah. good in Uncle Buck. Well, that's how this movie came about was mm-hmm. uh, uh, Chris Columbus saw him and Uncle Buck yeah. and was like, hey, I got an idea for a movie. Uh, and that's and how
1: John Candy ended up in it too, which was, is
0: like... John Candy's great.
1: It, John Candy is great, but <laughs> I think a big reason this is 8 instead of 10 for me is I his whole plot line. I just don't need it.
0: No, I mean, he was there because John Candy was really famous at the yeah. time, and then um, all, he was good friends with Chris Columbus, mm-hmm. and um, they needed to use that budget rent-a-car uh, sponsorship that they had, <laughs> and so that's how John Candy yeah. got in
1: there. I just don't, like, whenever... I don't know. I I think you you could do the whole like his mom coming back and going through all this stuff to try and get back to him without the John Candy going on for minutes <laughs> at a time about his polka band. Like, I don't know. Maybe it maybe it would have been funny to me if i saw it the first time as an right. adult, but it, but it just gets old. All to me. of
0: John Candy John Candy didn't have <laughs> any written lines. All of them were improvised. Yeah, and you could and ca- you could tell, you could tell yeah. that it was a little uh, long-winded, but I thought it was funny that like You know, John Candy's character was definitely, you know, like the deus ex machina Mm -hmm. of like trying to get the mother home and the mother came home and then all the family came home and she's like, how did you get home so quickly? And they're like on the flight that you said that you couldn't take, you know, you being caught up and trying to just move constantly. If you waited for a second, we would have arrived at the same time. But it's pretty funny. That was, that was something I didn't notice when I was younger, but I appreciate it.
1: Um, what are your favorite parts of this
2: movie.
0: (laughs) I was actually thinking about that. Favorite moments. Um, Pretty simple moments. Um, Daniel Stern I think is hilarious in this movie. Uh, He was actually Mm. the highest paid actor in this movie, believe believe it or not. Uh, Joe Pesci, which Joe Pesci had won an Oscar before then, Daniel Stern had not, Mm -hmm. uh, was already on the movie, and then they tried to get Daniel Stern, and he's like, no, pay me more. And then they ended up having another actor for it, and then they, they he didn't work out, so they ended up caving to Daniel Stern. But there was a mo- a, a moment where uh, it's an overhead shot, and he's trying to break into the downstairs door, and his feet are like sliding around and just trying to gain a foothold. Mm-hmm. And then he pauses, and then you see his feet shoot out to the <laughs> side, and he steadies himself. I mean, it's a that very really simple good. shot, but yeah. it's very funny, visually <laughs> hilarious. I think the funniest shot in
1: this movie is. Not something that I've ever thought about before this viewing a couple days ago, but I laughed so hard at it this time. It's when Kevin is—I think he's coming home from the store. He's outside, and Joe and, or uh, Harry and Marv are in the the van, and they're pulling out. Uh-huh. And he gets in front of the van, and, and the the van's about to hit him. They like slams on his brakes, and he just goes
0: ah! He just like Stop. doesn't
1: move. And it stops like an inch from him. That is so funny yeah that, this just his reaction to it yeah he doesn't even try to move
0: Try <laughs> to move he just stands there and screams <laughs> but there's a, apparently there is a ghost in the mccallister house uh it's in the top floor hmm? uh r- along the hallway because there's moments where kevin will run up the stairs round the right corner and then stand in front of the camera and scream and then run the <laughs> other direction yeah. and so i just imagine that it's a ghost yeah he's... it's just
1: got to be a ghost yeah um I actually cried this time. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you the thing that I cried. I've never
0: at. seen you cry. And no, I, don't, I don't want to. I don't cry much at movies.
1: <laughs> I have started more. I think it's as I get Whoops. older. Yeah, that's a cool sound for the listeners to. Yeah, hear. It's my
0: wedding ring falling. Clint just table. pulled
1: the one ring out of his, off of his hand, finger and became invisible. For, finally. Um, Wait, so I pull, I pull no, no, it no, off, sorry. and I become invisible. Became invisible. invisible. This I is I hadn't the been only able thing keeping me visible. Why'd you take your wedding ring off when no. I started talking about how I cried in this movie? Did you become incredibly wanted, attracted to me? I, I did. Your, your sympathy wrong? is
0: like, well, all right. I'm <laughs> I like listening. a man who cries. <laughs>
1: um, so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Why you cried like a baby? I cried. Just a little bit. And it was not, I bet. Guess what I cried at. I'll make you guess.
0: Um, I'll say it's when um, Old Man Marley and his son reconciled. Nope. Really? Not that. How early? Wait, can I still drink? Earlier get it? than that. Earlier. How early though?
2: Uh,
1: more than halfway through the movie, but before all of the robber stuff starts. Really? To go down. Yeah. Um, I honestly you can't, won't guess. I can't I think of it. I can't. It's think when of it. it's when he is walking outside and it's Christmas Eve and he looks in the window and sees like a family just. Oh yeah. And you just it, like, that is the one time where I'm like, oh, I think he might actually be a really good actor, because he looks so sad, and he, like, is kind of tearing up, but he's not crying, and he's, like, just, like, really misses his family. Yeah. And I just, like, I don't know. I've always been a family boy. I love my
0: family. <laughs> you sometimes say I'm, you're I'm a old. family guy.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a family guy. Yeah.
0: Uh, right. I'm well, a bit of a family guy.
1: Let's go back to doing family guy impressions. Yes. Um, but I'm all about tradition and stuff, and, like, doing stuff with the family at christmas time and like the idea of like like being alone on christmas eve and my family is all <laughs> supposedly in europe having fun without me like i would be so sad and i i teared up when i saw that scene
0: yeah you have to make it you have to kind of think like he probably felt pretty abandoned yeah
1: well he actually thinks that
0: they're gone they're gone he thinks that they've disappeared until he sees their cars are still uh, there and he's like uh no something's something's not right yeah yeah he did not conceive that they were picked up by a shuttle.
1: But he does, like, pray to God. He's like, God, please. And we were like, score one for Christianity because yeah, he's in a church. Yeah, exactly. He score <laughs> one. Yeah, it. we a got him. in the church. Uh, got But him. he's like, if there's any way you can make my family... Co-. Like, the way he says it makes it sound like he thinks that they have disappeared. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. Uh, I I made fun of you for crying, but I also cried. Whoa, when did you cry? I cried um, whenever... Uh, Old Man Marley hugged his son and reconciled his son. That's another his son. very. Emotional it was very moment. touching because yeah. there was nothing that was said. It was just a look that he exchanged with <clears> him <throat> and Kevin, being like, "Hey, man, everything's cool now. We're yeah. good." Yeah, that is, yeah, that is really nice. The way like
1: he, it's just like a quick shot of him looking out the window, and you just see that like beautiful. It's very yeah. well done. Yeah. there's nothing extra.
0: Old Man Marley actually like the way he talks with mm-hmm. Kevin in the church scene reminds me a lot of my father-in-law, mm-hmm. and so it's like, oh man. Now I can, like, actually kind of connect with him <laughs> in a way. Because before it was, like, just some some character. Yeah. But now I know somebody who's kind of like that character. Mm. So it was, it was very, very touching, I thought. Um, were there any moments in the movie where uh, you would have changed anything? I mean, you gave um, it an 8. So you well, said...
1: yeah, like I said, the, the John Candy stuff I find a little bit annoying. I think some of that is not necessary. Right. I think some of Kevin's acting is... Stilton. Yeah, not great. But he also has some really good moments too. And he's exactly what the movie needs. He's a cute little kid. Yeah.
0: Um, that's
1: really it. Like, I, I just don't... I think it's good. Yeah, but it's not a masterpiece.
0: I originally, um, this movie was released in November. I believe it was November the sixteenth, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I remember it like it I remember it was yesterday. like it was yesterday. You were negative. Four I'm like years I'm like, like rain man. <laughs> Drop these toothpicks on the floor, and I'll tell you how many there it are. It was cloudy outside. <laughs> uh, 61 but, degrees. But. Um, where was I going with this? I don't know. Oh, when this movie was originally released, a lot of the people in the film did not think that it was going to do well. <laughs> like they, they did not anticipate that it would do well at all. But at the time, it was the highest grossing comedy in history. Wow. Uh, at four hundred seventy four million, I believe. Okay. Uh, but like Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, um, who is who played the dad? Um, Jim Franzenberg. Jim, Jim Franzenberg. Um, I made that up, but yeah, he passed away recently. I know that much. Mm. Um, I'll I'll think of it here in a minute, but
1: I. Franzenberg's a pretty good last name for me to just make up. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. But they all they anticipated that the movie was gonna bomb uh-huh. and that it wouldn't be good, and like, our, there was a interview that I saw where, with Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern saying that uh, they kind of hammed up their performances just to like have fun and just have like be done with it like they thought this movie's gonna bomb so he may as well have fun doing it yeah uh and it ended up working out really well and yeah because
1: they they definitely are hammier than i don't know i guess kevin's really hammy too yeah a lot of the yeah movies. for sure but yeah i think a lot of my favorite parts now are the parts that i didn't like that much as kids i love when he's going to the store and john the tooth. that's the yeah <laughs> Uh, going to the store and buying a toothbrush, and the cop chases him down
0: for steering, stealing a toothbrush. A toothbrush. toothbrush. <laughs> I thought that too. it's like, man, how how bad are your margins if you're hurting for a toothbrush? <laughs> Billy, stop that boy! <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but good movie. I love that uh, camera. Is this toothbrush approved by the American Dental Association? Mm. That was that was funny.
1: Can is, you grab that little remote over there? And can you do something for me? Yeah. Can you hit the button? <laughs> you know what I need? I need
0: the fart button
1: because it's time for sinful moments. Mm. We haven't done it in like
0: three weeks. Three weeks, yeah, or six weeks. The <laughs> yeah, way, yeah, that's the three, way we three run episodes. episodes. But uh,
1: um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make you do some guessing.
0: Okay, uh, and honestly, the reason I, I, in a way, I glean more enjoyment out mm. of hot takes just because it's funny reading people's bad reviews I think mm-hmm. but this movie is almost devoid of bad <laughs> bad reviews in yeah. a lot of ways it's there are some it's like it, it's got like a 7.4 out of 10 but that's because it got a lot of seven reviews of people being like it's a little over the top but it's good well most of our hot takes reviews are not like bad reviews Oh I do bad reviews a lot
1: of the funniest ones are people who love them I think yeah
0: but this movie is almost universally acclaimed so
1: um so to remind our viewers how sexy time works yeah
0: (laughs) what's it called hot
1: take or sinful moments (laughs) sinful moments also known as sexy time um i'm going to pull up the parents guide section of imdb and clint is going to guess what is in a few of the different categories the categories are sex and nudity violence and gore um profanity frightening intense scenes yep um, so, which one you want to do first? Sex and
0: nudity, baby. I thought
1: you'd say that. All right. What do you think is in there?
0: Uh, there's a moment where, uh, and I remember laughing at it this time. Uh, Kevin picks up a Playboy magazine mm-hmm. and uh, from Buzz's uh, chest, and he just like chucks it behind him. He's like, nobody's wearing clothes or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That says, was in there.
1: Yep. Almost word for word. Really? What you just said. Yeah.
0: Um, Anything else? There's one other thing. Um Buzz's girlfriend Wolf? No. No.
1: Um it's Buzz and his cousin talk about French babes oh, not yeah, shaving the, their pits. The nude beaches and and having nude beaches, but yeah. not in the not winter. Not in the winter time. He's like, they do make they, sure to say that. They yeah. got nude beaches, right? But, but not, in not in the winter. Not in winter time. <laughs> so some parents might read that and be like, "Wait, Where's nude, nude beaches, beach oh, not mean, in the winter. Okay, not we're, in good. The winter time, we're, we're good. We're safe. We can still go to
0: France." Um do you think there's anything in this movie for violence and gore? <laughs> nah, man. There's not really much violence. Not in Not really. Movie. Yeah, not no violence at all. I mean, obvious. Yeah, like he sets Harry's hair on fire, and then he throws yep. he throws a an iron down a, a laundry chute. Uh, I'm just giving me the ding for this yeah, section because, I mean, the entire micro machine scene is violent <laughs> in a lot of ways. Is there anything like in particular that stands out as funny?
1: Um Kevin sets traps for the bad guys. So they burn themselves, step on <laughs> stuff that hurts, fall on <laughs> stuff, etc. They step on spikes and ornaments that hurt their feet while, he- while wearing no shoes or socks, get hit on the head with an iron, slip on ice, and get hit with a paint can. Kevin shoots action figures down the laundry chute. With oh laundry. no, can't <laughs> do that. Um, anything else funny in here? Oh, Kevin kevin yep. watches a movie called angels with Angel. Fil- it says here angles with filthy souls but i angels don't think with that's correct. Souls, yeah and a robbery happens with the character named johnny killing another man with a machine gun <laughs> not graphic but the smoke can be seen in his sadistic laughing laughing while killing the man
0: hilarious and then scene. it says black and white <laughs> yeah, so i guess <laughs> So I guess
1: that makes it
0: better? Better. I mean, yeah, murder happened back then. Um, uh, I love Angels with Filthy Souls. That movie was made for this movie. The I whole guess, movie? Well, the, the scene was made for this movie. Um, I thought was... That's very funny. Oh, I want to
1: make you guess for um, alcohol, drugs, and smoking.
0: Oh, man. Um, so his uncle in the plane asked for champagne. It does
1: say mild drinking on the plane.
0: All right. Um is there's no no one lights a cigarette
1: yep what one person does um it's santa claus baby
0: oh yes a man
1: dressed as santa claus smokes
0: a cigarette yeah who i thought for the longest time was jason alexander (laughs) from (laughs) seinfeld but it does kind of look it wasn't him yeah i forgot about that santa Um,
1: um and then there's some profanity there's some some mild profanity there is frightening intense scenes yeah really nothing really
0: interesting here i want to point out um are we done with hot takes uh no but we're done simple sinful sinful moments moments. thank you thank you for those sinful moments i feel very sinful um you look very sinful. i look very sinful but there is a moment where uh do you remember when they're climbing across the rope to kevin's playhouse Uh uh-huh they're strong. <laughs> they are just, they that were, would be like so hard. holding with their like bare, <laughs> like the tips of their fingers. And they're just like, yep, yeah, come on, let's go. They weren't ever concerned of like, hey, maybe we can't do this. It's <laughs> like, oh man, I just don't want to. I'm afraid of heights, that's all. And then also, um, the moments, Daniel Stern was barefoot for most of the like micro, uh, micro machine scenes because mm-hmm. uh, his feet. You know, got stuck in goo, got stuck in tar. So his shoes came off. And there's a moment where he's running outside. And I thought, his feet look kind of weird. And he was wearing rubber feet over his feet. What? Yeah, I looked it up. He was wearing rubber, like Hobbit style, (laughs) fake feet over his feet. And why? I don't know. If you have a chance to look back at this, it's hilarious. His feet are like size 20s as he's like flopping wearing uh what looks like swim paddles running through the <laughs> running through the snow. And also the scene where he steps on the nail is oh, is, is it's so horrible. So bad I can't watch that. That I've seen Passion of the Christ <laughs> and I it's think it's worse. I think seeing a, a nail slowly go into Daniel Stern's foot is worse. I would
1: like to see a, a cut of Passion of the Christ where they just cut to that scene. <gasps> see, they're <laughs> they're, they're like, like
0: nailing it in it's just like <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, Should we get to our three questions? Absolutely. Okay. To remind our viewers, the three questions that we answer for every movie are, is this good for kids? Is this good for adults? Does this movie stand the test of time for you? So, Clint, is this good for kids? Yeah, it
0: is. It's a a fun movie. It has to coin probably something a, a critic said, but it has something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, heart for adults, uh, humor for adults, humor for kids, and then also the violence for kids. Yep. So, yeah, it has it for kids. Yep. Uh, I agree. You? Yeah. Yep, I agree. Everything you said. Is it good for adults? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Very good for adults, I even would say. better for adults. Yeah, I'd it's, say this movie was made for a, it was made as a family movie, but mm-hmm. definitely with adults in mind. Yes. When they did the promos for it, I, I saw some old trailers They definitely like played up that this movie is going to be like a, a violence, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, the scenes where they're in the house trying to get rid of the, the robbers. But this movie is definitely like more for adults. Yes. Um, does it stand the test of time for you? Absolutely. Yep. Me too. Yeah, probably, probably more than any movie we've seen so yeah. far in a lot of ways.
1: Well, and it's been it's been different than a lot of the ones we've done from our childhood because at least for me, I watch this every single year. Yeah, so it's not true. like I hadn't seen this in years, but I do think it it never gets old.
0: Oh, yeah, it's it, and for me, I don't ever foresee it getting old. Yeah, like this this movie. Is the soundtrack specifically is going to go in like music history or movie history for sure, and music history? Um, yep, good movie. (laughs) It's in the it's in the pantheon.
1: Yep, in the pantheon. Jersey and the
0: Raptors. Uh, It's up there with uh, a few others. Yep. Next episode. Ah, yes. We're going to make. Podcast history. Yeah, I can't tell you exactly what that history is. So,
1: we are covering the movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, just kind of as a wrap-up to our Spider-Man series that we just finished in the last episode.
0: Yeah, Um, a a brief deviation, but uh, we needed to deviate for Christmas Yes,
1: we needed to do a Christmas episode, but this is a continuation of that. Um, We like to occasionally, you know, mostly we're talking about older movies that were from our childhood, but... When there is a movie that is like a sequel or a reboot or something mm-hmm. of something that is from our childhood, we like to talk about them. Movies that are playing on nostalgia in some way. And yeah. I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse especially qualifies since we just did three Spider-Man episodes. So we're going to cover that movie. It's going to be a very interesting episode. We've already recorded some, some of it. We, we saw
0: the movie we've together. We've seen the movie.
1: We've recorded some of the episode. And it's... I think it's safe to say no podcast has, has ever, done ever done what this. we did. I agree. Uh, um, I'm very happy with how <laughs> with how what we've done has turned out.
0: Yeah, so it's exciting. It's I, very yeah, exciting. I'm excited for it.
1: Tell your friends to to listen to the Spider Verse episode. If you have a friend that you think might enjoy our podcast, this might be a good one to start. Because, mm-hmm. but also, hope this doesn't give too much away. It won't be peak audio quality for all the episodes, so like, make sure they know that 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 our yeah, podcast normally sounds in. better than that. But it's gonna be great. Yeah. We're very excited for you to hear it.
0: And just as a preface, it's gonna be spoiler heavy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It, yeah, definitely see the movie first if you care about spoilers.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, so let's plug our stuff. Yeah, Etsy. Etsy. How's that? How's that going? Oh <laughs> man, it's great. We've made forty six thousand dollars off of it. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah.
1: We always want to be transparent with you guys on how much money we've made, so we'll we'll let you know on every episode how much money we've made from Etsy. We're at 46000 $46,000, that's so yeah, not bad. Check,
0: check out our Etsy page, it's got some Spider-Man memorabilia. Yeah. Um, and uh,
1: we're on social media, our Twitter is at Purely Nostalgia, I am... Um, also on twitter at elisha
0: p smith and i am at clint jh page the jh stands for jazz hands does stands for jazz
1: hands we have an instagram purely nostalgia pod we do it's a good it's a good thing
0: it's a good thing we don't update it as much as twitter but uh yeah it's it's a good thing
1: instagram the kids love it they can't freaking disconnect from their phones for five seconds freaking
0: millennials
1: I, i hate these millennials letterboxed i have a letterbox account it's elisha p smith same as my twitter clint do you have a letterbox let me
0: let me tell you something oh
1: no oh no um
0: and i want you to insert some christmas music here so i have a poem that i'm gonna read (laughs) Uh, i have a poem so let me put on my glasses okay i typed this poem up two months ago (laughs) two months ago two months ago ready christmas Mm -hmm. music now christmas is a time for love a time for cheer a time for laughs and a time to hold what loved ones near when this time of year comes round, it sets the stage for miracles to be found this sucks <laughs> <laughs> reviewing flicks can be a joy but there are bits that i do that tend to annoy no, my friends, I am not talking about jokes so fine as sinful moments, 10,000-foot views, or hot takes from online. The bit, I, the bit about which I speak... I lost my place. It, oh, the bit about which I speak is one that some might say has grown to become weak. It started out fun and part of my M.O., but now I feel that this joke must go. 2019 will start a new year. And with that, I feel that a new Clint is here. (laughs) So so now this poem must come to its conclusion. And no, I promise that the outcome is no illusion. Elisha, I wish to dedicate this gift to you. A gift so joyous that you may even go poo. (laughs) So here you are, your gift that rocks. You can now follow me, Clint J.H. Page, today on Letterboxd. Your gift was so joyous that I pooed. (laughs) But yes, you can now follow me. Have you I I have 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 created a letterboxing. When did you make it? Today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy. But uh, yeah, you can follow me on
1: Letterboxd. So your first movie on there? will be nice. Home Alone,
0: right? Uh, then... Spider-Verse, probably. Okay. I'll probably do Spider-Verse as my first one.
1: Nice. But
0: uh, I only follow uh, Griffin Newman and David Sims on it so far. But uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll follow a, a, a few people on nice. it. Nice. Well, you should but, follow yeah, me. But yeah, follow me on Letterboxd now. Now I can say it. Now it's done. Your your
1: poem's rhyming doesn't quite work because it is letterboxed with a D. I know. Yeah, I know you only discovered that today, but that's okay. But it works. I'm very happy. Now You're... I can delete that poem. <laughs> from your notes from my notes um wow that's the first time we've had to take a bit and bury it in the ground yeah you
0: seemed genuinely excited I, while i was reading i this. was well
1: i mean i you've been teasing this for a while so it's i true. thought that's what was going to happen but i can't believe you wrote a poem two <laughs> months ago for this i'm very me happy either this is the greatest christmas gift you could have given me yeah you're, you're right um I'm sure Cody Lunsford, shout out to Best Pictures, will also be Shut excited. For best Pictures, He's yeah. been a big proponent of Clint getting a letterbox. Yeah, you're
0: welcome, Cody. This is for you, buddy. But, um, um, follow us also um, in a few weeks, mm-hmm. or in a week or like a week and a, a half. Weaker. week and a half. We'll be uh, having a guest appearance on Some Like It, Scott, talking about our favorite movies from 2018. Mm-hmm. So uh, follow that. That's going to be, uh, we're recording that on the 28th, and then it should come out probably before the end of the year some good scots talking good about scots movies. and also follow our friends at best pictures yep um anything else i uh, no. i believe that's it
1: i think we're good to go we're good to go until next time
0: merry christmas we'll see you soon and skanath for listening Okay, try and guess what this is.
1: That's. So that's the sound that I hear when I poopy in the body. <laughs> Whenever I go poopy in the body so without making a mess, I always hear that. So. It's
0: this, then it's this. <laughs> but the germ is happening as, as I fart. poopy in the body, yes. And then afterwards, you look under the toilet paper, and what's that? Money from Uh the Poop Fairy. (laughs) And then...
1: Another crazy new new character on our show.
0: And then, what's that? You open your door and... (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was watching me on a screen. (laughs) I've been applauding the whole time. But there's a masked figure in the crowd. Who is that? (laughs) (laughs) He shot me. Oh no! You've been hit and you fall on. (laughs) glass and trays <laughs> why did someone
1: want to kill me just for pooping successfully for the first time
0: hey i've got an idea
1: <laughs> what do you need to do i'm gonna tie this t-shirt around my wound so that i don't bleed out
0: <laughs> oh no you voided your bowels
1: uh, death is near